I'm Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and the free information I found on the internet. In the 15 years that I've been building and scaling my company, I have become deeply passionate about helping other entrepreneurs to do the same. So each week, I'll be sharing tangible and tactical advice and inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life and your business. This is the Rise Podcast. A couple of years ago, the team here at Hollis Co. started to dream. We started to ask ourselves if there was a solution to the question that we got most often from our community. The question was from attendees of my personal growth conferences or my business conference. People would come and they would feel so inspired and you know, they'd take all these notes and they'd meet these cool people and they'd be in community and then they would go back to their very real lives and struggle to keep the momentum and struggle to feel connected. And the thing is, I know exactly what that feels like because I've experienced that many times in my life. And honestly, when people began to ask, I started creating inside the programming tips and tricks and things that they might be able to take home with them. In fact, if you've come to a RISE conference, then you've probably had me counsel you on the things that you're gonna need to stay in that momentum once you get back home. I thought that was the only solution because I honestly couldn't come up with another way. Like you can't sort of carry me around in your pocket. You can't have Asan the DJ playing your favorite music. You can't have Beans, you know, guiding you in a meditation or sharing her wisdom. I didn't know how to give that to you outside of a live event. And then we had an idea. Was there a way that we could create an app? And if we created an app, what would it be? And how in the world would we even afford that? And who knows how to make an app? And what would we do? And we started asking all of these questions, which I think if you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you're a dreamer too. And that you have something on your heart that you believe that you are called to more. And all of my biggest successes in life, and yes, some of my failures, have started with this process of just asking myself all kinds of questions. What if? What if this? What if that? And we started to wrap around the elements that are so core to our events or to our community. And Project Rise app started. And it was a very long process to get from there to here. On Monday of this week, we launched the Rise app. And when I looked this morning, we had over 20,000 members of our community inside doing workouts, taking meditations, going on a gratitude walk with Stacey Flowers, going on a hike with Trent Shelton, doing workouts with me, doing workouts with Chris Chandler. It is so amazing to see the community already start to take it and run, already start to give us your feedback so that we can continue to evolve and make something great. I love knowing that so many of you have already tried it, but I also understand that there are a lot of entrepreneurs who listen to this podcast, and I wanted to talk a little bit about how I approach something like this, a project that's this big, and frankly, a project that is this great of a financial investment. 
If you have any concept of app design, which P.S. I for sure did not before this started, um, then you maybe understand that this was a massive undertaking, not just in terms of the hours required to pull it together, but the team of people who helped see it to fruition and the big giant jump into the deep end, spend all the money and hope to goodness that you're onto something. So I thought I would talk you through how I concepted the idea, how we worked as a team to make it happen, but also what are the things about this app that I feel so confidently are going to make it a success, that are going to make it a success that means that it was worth investing several hundred thousands, oh my gosh, so many hundreds of thousands of dollars to see it come to life. Maybe if you're pursuing a goal in your own life or your own business, you can use some of this information to help you figure out how to go from there to here or whether or not it's a viable idea. So the first thing that I start with always, always, always is a request from my community. So you maybe have heard me give this advice before if you've ever seen me speak at a business conference, but I passionately believe that a big part of my success as an entrepreneur is because I listen to my peeps. I have been in community with you guys, some of you, for 15 years. I've been responding to DMs and reading comments and in customer service and getting emails and talking to you at events and book signings, I am in community with you. And so I feel like I know my community really well and I also pay attention. So when one person asks for a feature on a product or when three people ask for a specific thing, cool. But when hundreds or in some cases thousands of members of my community are all saying the same thing, that to me is something I must respond to, either by fixing a product or improving a procedure or in this case, creating something brand new. And what's really interesting with a lot of my products, whether it's the Start Today brand or the Rise Conference or the Rise app or even my books, is that oftentimes when Y'all initially ask me for something, I'm not even totally sure how in the world I can pull it off. In fact, sometimes I feel like I'm asked for a solution that doesn't exist. And there are times in my past where if I don't see a clear solution that maybe I would just give up. And what I've learned to do over time is to just keep gnawing on it, like just keep marinating. How? Well, what if this? Well, what if that? Well, how do other people pursue it? Well, how would we be different? I just sit with things for a while. I try not to rush into anything fast, but sit with coming up with a solution. So the first thing I would say is listen to your customer. Listen to your customer. And if you're in the midst of starting a new business and maybe you don't have a customer yet, right? Like maybe this is brand new. You can still do incredible market research by being involved with the kind of customers who would be your ideal. 
So if you've never done work on figuring out your ideal customer, there's a ton of information that you can find out online. But when I think of my ideal customer, I am super specific. We give her a name, we give her an age, we say where does she live, what is she into, what does she love, what does she dislike, where does she shop. We come up with as much as we possibly can because we really wanna be able to see the world through her eyes. If you figure that out for your business, then you can take that information and figure out, okay, where does she hang out? So I'll clue you in on a little bit of information about what we do here at The Hollis Co. Our ideal dream customer for Rise is and has always been named Jennifer. We have called her, you, Jennifer for <laughs> years, literally. You can see it in our Slack, you hear it at meetings, we'll be like, oh, Jennifer would hate that. Oh my gosh, Jennifer's gonna pee her pants. We know who she is. Jennifer has at least two children. Jennifer is in her 30s. Plus, Jennifer loves her some Target. She loves Starbucks, like we know her. And because we know her, we cater to her. We create content that we hope speaks to who she is. Now, certainly, you will have people who are on every end of the spectrum, even as you're going after an ideal. But if I know who Jennifer is, you can't see me, I'm using air quotes. If I know who Jennifer is, then I can also go into forums and communities where Jennifer already hangs out, and hopefully I can find out more information about who she is. And just, it, here's an even more specific thing, because when I was first figuring out ideal customers years ago, I didn't understand how important it was to be specific. Now, hopefully you all have heard me say this a million times. Hopefully you've read this in Girl Stop Apologizing. How specific we are matters. It matters that we know where we're going, even when it is about finding people who wanna be inside of our community. So specific to me is all of the things, granular things that I want to identify. But another one I would say I'm even so specific as to say, I want customers, like my ideal community member, my ideal client, my ideal customer is somebody who is inclusive, who welcomes everybody, who loves everybody, because that is my jam. I wanna create a community of leaders. And I don't believe that you can effectively be a leader in this life if you only want to be in life with certain kinds of people, or people who vote like you, or love like you, or look like you, or believe like you. And so I am even as specific to say like, Jennifer is a bomb, she shops at Target, she loves Starbucks, and also she is inclusive of everybody. Even if she doesn't yet understand a certain community, she doesn't alienate, she doesn't separate herself, she wants a fuller, richer life, and to Jennifer, that means inclusivity. So it's just something that I didn't understand to do years ago and I think honestly it ended up being such a headache in some circumstances because if you can't tell I'm very liberal I love everybody I I be, like believe what you want to believe vote for who you want to vote for I'm all about we should all just be allowed to be who we are and I want us to all sit at the table together and be in conversation but if I am that person and I fill my content if I write in books if I have people in my programming and my content 
who are different than maybe someone who is super conservative is used to seeing, then I run the risk that those super conservative customers will at the very least be frustrated and at the most say or do something to other members of the community or to instructors or to teachers or to speakers on stage that is the opposite of anything I wanna create. So as you think of those ideal customers, as specific as you can possibly be to make sure that you don't get someone who sort of checks 10 boxes, but you forgot about these other things over here. So for what that's worth, I start with the community, the ideal customer, what is it that they're asking for, and what can I create to fill the need that they have in their life? The second thing that I did when I started this process was I have to ask myself if I am, how can I say this? I don't ever want to create just another version of something that is already in the world. And just so we're clear, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you doing your own version of something that already exists in the world. But when it comes to me, I'm trying to disrupt. I'm trying to shake things up. I'm trying to change the way that women look at themselves. I'm trying to change the power that we feel like we can stand inside of. I'm trying to change the conversation. I'm trying to change the whole dang world. And maybe that maybe you roll your eyes at that. I don't know. But that's true. That's me. And so I never want to do something just to sort of have a kind of generic version of what's already out in the world. I really want to do something that turns it on its head. So as we decided to create an app, I started to ask myself how I could incorporate the most or one of, I think, the most important elements of a RISE conference, and that is movement. So if you've ever been to Rise, then you know that probably 25 times a day, me or someone else on stage is going to make you jump up out of your chair and at least for 30 seconds, jump up and down and move your body and dance around. We do this for a lot of reasons. One, it helps people to keep their energy up all day, all day long. At my business conference last year, I went over by like three hours, which means that people were sitting in their chairs from 10 a.m. to like 7 p.m. And the only way that you can still retain information and still be present for all of the stuff that's coming at you is that you have to control your energy level. So I'm really encouraging the audience to move their body throughout the day to keep that energy up, but also to show people that you are the one who is in charge of your energy level. It's not caffeine, it's not sugar, it's not whether or not you got a good night's sleep. You are in control of your energy. Brendan Burchard always says, the power plant doesn't have energy, the power plant makes energy. You are the power plant. You have to make your own energy. So moving your body throughout conference was something that I did because I wanted you to understand that. But then I found myself making this app and like how in the world like all of a sudden does the app just like scream at them like five, four, three, two, one, which if you've been to conference, you know what that means. And also that might be a great feature on the app now that I'm thinking of it. But anyway, I knew that movement was gonna be part of it, but I really didn't wanna do something that was already there. And I knew who Jennifer was. And here's a secret. Jennifer is who I was 12 years ago. I wanted to create something 
that I needed and didn't have 12 years ago. So I started thinking about what I would have needed in terms of movement back in the day. And I know that for me, you know, I had two babies under two. I was very unhealthy. I had no idea how to eat anything that was a blessing to my body. I didn't understand inflammation or eating intuitively. I never worked out, nothing, not even like a slow walk around the neighborhood. And what I would have needed back in the day would have been someone to make movement fun. I would have needed people that I felt like were my friends to get me to move with them. I would have needed things that felt not intimidating, that met me where I was at. I for sure needed stuff that didn't make me feel shame because all those years ago, I would try different things and I wouldn't be able to finish and I would feel so discouraged and so ashamed and then I wouldn't try again for nine months. So I had this list of things that I would have needed and then I got with one of my best friends, Chris Chandler, and we started to dream. We started to talk about what would it look like. Literally, Chris and I got together in a room. We put on like Lady Gaga and Christina Aguilera and we just started messing around. We started dancing. We started trying to do strength training without any weights. We started just doing all sorts of things. And we came up with this idea of what you could do without any equipment that was very important to us, that you didn't need to buy anything to be able to do this movement, and that it also kept your heart rate up. And from there, we just started to develop things like, okay, well, we should probably break the movements into time because I'm a mom of four and sometimes I could work out for an hour and sometimes I literally have 10 minutes. So, okay, well, let's have 10, 20, and 30 minute movements. And then we need a bunch of different kinds because not every workout works for every kind of person. Some people love to hike. Some people love to dance. Some people are wanting to take a walk. Like, okay, so we need to come up with things that would apply no matter what you're into. And maybe you could even try something you hadn't tried before. And then we started to talk about, okay, well, we want to make sure that we have instructors that represent all kinds of people. Uh, so we started the process of bringing in different teachers, some of whom you've seen on stage before, and some who are brand new. And that process is continuing to evolve. You know, we ended up shooting all of our app workouts inside of quarantine, which was the craziest experience to do that in a way that was safe. So you haven't even seen all of the amazing teachers that are coming at you. And the second that it is safe for us to effectively introduce more peeps, get your hearts ready. But yeah, Chris and I just started to come up with ideas and it kept growing. Oh, it'd be great to do a meditation. And oh, we should incorporate start today and gratitude practice. And maybe there's daily inspiration that we could do. It just kept evolving into something awesome. And as it continues to grow, it will continue to evolve. But what we launched on Monday is something I am incredibly proud of. I describe it as if there were fitness apps that were high school characters, then uh, there's a really big fitness app that you could call the jocks, right? They're like super athletic. They have six-pack abs. They are killing it. And then there's a bunch of fitness apps that I would think of as cheerleaders. So really 
freaking beautiful, like the most popular girls in school are showing you how to work out. And dang it, those apps are awesome for the people who want that exact kind of teacher. But the one thing I know for sure in doing this work is that not every teacher is appropriate for every student. And so in the high school characteristics of apps, this app is Glee Club. We're the place where everybody belongs. We're the place where most of us are a little too loud, a little too extra, probably too dramatic, where the teachers are just as dramatic and loud as you are, where we do not take ourselves seriously. And it's fun and it's silly and it's irreverent. And hopefully you don't even notice that it just took you 20 minutes to do that workout. Hopefully, we were distracting you so much with our crazy stories that you just kept going. So the Rise app is available, and I wanted to tell you about those things because I feel like that was really important for me as an entrepreneur to figure out what it is that I wanted to do. I wanted to create something that answered a question I was getting from my customer. I wanted to create something that was different than what I saw in the marketplace. And then the last thing, why do I think this will be successful? Why was I willing to invest so much money in it? Because I believe in my heart that there are millions of people that have been left behind by the fitness industry. I believe, I know that there are women and men who have been made to feel shame, who have been made to feel less than, who have been made to feel not enough. And I don't think that the solution is that you keep blaming yourself and hating yourself and that you keep trying new things that never see you. I wanted to create something that said, I see you and I love you as you are and let's do this thing together. Let's do this in celebration of the fact that we get to. I know in my heart that there are people who need this exact kind of community, and so I wanted to create it. And I wanted to share with you one of, we got a video this week from someone who had started to use the app. I mean, the response on social and the notes you've gotten in customer service is amazing. But I just wanted to play this for you so you could hear from one of the members of our community and what the workouts have meant to her. Y'all, the Rise app is for everybody. As someone who's obese, usually when I'm done working out, I feel terrible about myself because I couldn't do this or couldn't keep up with them. But the Rise app has changed that. I feel so good about myself when I'm done. I feel strong. I feel confident. Like I could keep showing up every single day. I It's just it's a really good feeling. And then I can carry that throughout the day with my kids. And that is so important to me. It's about how you feel, not how you look. And they truly do that in these workouts because it's about moving your body, not being able to do like insane movements. So if you're someone like me, a mom who needs 10 minutes workout or someone who's obese and needs the beginner level to do the Felicia, <laughs> then this app is for you. And I really think you guys will love it. Love that. Love that testimonial directly from a member of our community and man if you guys have more like please send them our way we love getting feedback from you lastly I wanted to play you a meditation from this is one that's included inside of the rise app and this is a meditation on where you want to be 10 years from now 
on helping you imagine the 10-year version of yourself in the future. And I feel like this is important to talk about because if you're listening to this, like I said, you're the dreamer, you're the entrepreneur. If you're dreaming of launching something big, then knowing where you're going and getting super specific with that process is going to help you get there. Ten years, ten dreams, one goal. Who do you want to be in ten years? What are the ten dreams that would make that vision a reality for you? Which one of those dreams are you going to turn into a goal and focus on next? For clarity's sake, let me explain the difference between a dream and a goal. A dream is an idea that you have. A dream is something you think about or obsess over. A dream is something you fantasize about coming true. You might have a dream to get into shape. It becomes a goal when you sign up for a half marathon and join a running club and start racking up the miles. A goal is when you stop hoping for your dreams and actually start working toward them. A goal is a dream with its work boots on. Have you ever thought about what the best version of you is like? Many of us imagine great things happening, but very few people spend the time to imagine in vivid detail what their best self would be like. Imagine that a decade of time has gone by and you are living your best possible ideal for yourself and your life. Dream big. Don't put any restriction on it. Don't overthink it. Just allow yourself to envision the most magnificent possible future version of yourself. A decade in the future, what is the very best version of you doing? What does she look like? How does he go about his day? How does she speak to the people she loves? How is she loved in return? What kind of clothes do you wear? What kind of car do you drive? Are you a great cook? Do you love to read? Do you love to run? Get as specific as you possibly can. Where do you go on vacation? What's your favorite restaurant to eat at now that you have a life that's different? What kind of food do you consume? What does it feel like to go throughout your day? Are you optimistic? Are you encouraging to others? After a decade of working on yourself and growing as a person, how much joy is there in your life? Who is in your life? What's your week like? How do you treat people? How do they treat you? Let your dreams run absolutely wild. Are you happy? Are you energetic? Are you driven? Do you feel ambitious? What's your relationship like with your family members? Do you own a home? What does it look like? Do you have kids? Do you have a family? Are you married? What's the best of the best? Now, go bigger. What's a bigger version of the best version of you living every day in the best state that you know how to be? What do you do for work? What is the highest value that your future self holds? Is it family? Is it loyalty? Is it growth? Be as specific as you can be. See it like a movie in your mind. 
10 dreams. Turn your 10 years into 10 dreams. The 10 dreams are the things that if they came true, they would make your vision a reality. So if you saw a future that was completely financially free, maybe your dreams would be things like making a six-figure salary, getting completely out of debt, etc. But maybe your future dream self is also healthy and happy and energetic. Add becoming a marathon runner and a vegetarian to the mix. The important thing, again, is to be specific. The list of dreams is how that future vision manifests for you. Often, when we do this, we come up with more than 10, but it's essential to narrow it down. Focus matters, remember? Choose 10 dreams that if they were to come true, would make your future self real. One goal. The next step is narrowing your focus down to one goal. 10, 10, 1. 10 years becomes 10 dreams becomes one goal. Your dream is your ideal. It becomes a goal when you actively begin to pursue it. The 10 dreams, even though there may be more focus than you've ever been, are still too broad. We've got to narrow it down to one thing. So I want you to ask yourself right now, what is one goal, one thing you can do that will get you closer to the 10 years from now version of yourself the fastest? What is the one goal out of the 10 you just finished identifying that you can work on this quarter? To achieve a goal, you need to make sure you have clarity on two things. One, what are the specifics? And two, how will you measure your progress? I want to lose weight is not specific. Do you want to lose two pounds or 100 pounds? That's specific. I want a body fat percentage of 24%. I want to save $5,000. Those are specific goals that you can measure against. The intention here is that working on your ideal self is a lifelong process to becoming who you were meant to be. Lifelong processes don't have a time limit. All that matters is that you have consistency. We're not looking for perfection. We're looking for a habit. So every day, you're going to start your day using the journal prompts to remind you of who you want to be. I like to take five to 10 minutes each day to meditate or pray on the things I'm grateful for. Taking a few minutes to mentally list out my blessings gets me into a great headspace. From a place of gratitude, we see so much possibility in front of us. So get grateful and then use the prompts to set your intention. Now that you know where you're truly headed, you can build your action plan and to-do list about the results that you want and the direction that you're headed.
All right, you guys, if you want to check out the Rise app, and I hope you do, you get one week free to try it out to see if you like it, take it for a little test drive. And then after that, it's $9.99 a month. So it's very intentional. I was like, literally, it has to be less than if she and her friend went to Starbucks together. Like have a gym membership and an app that helps you meditate and focus and track your habits and your five to thrive and do all those things for less than 10 bucks a month. You can check it out in... Oh, the app is available on iPhone and Android. Get it wherever you get your apps or go to the show notes and tap the link and it'll take you right to where all the information is.